Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today we've got a great story of compliance where a customer demanded getting an iPad and walked out of that store having bought a kid's leapfrog tablet. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, if you don't agree with me, leave right now. Here I am again, folks, after five years, I guess, with another professional malicious compliance. In June of 2021, I joined a tech startup, Last Mile Grocery and Food Delivery app, as financial controller. I was told my task is to bring the gross profits into black within a year and before the next round of investment and fundraising. The senior team comprised of me, group CFO, COO, and head of grocery. The CEO was stationed outside in another country. The CEO comes to the country within a month of my joining, but doesn't bother to meet me. I say okay, no problem, keep your head down and do what you're tasked with. Within two months, I have the grips on operations and financials, and I've laid down my plan with group CFO, and he agrees to it. I make some changes in my team, and I get to working on fixing things. During October, one of our competitors raises $85 million in investment, and our CEO is irked. He comes again and starts an impromptu investment round. The conditions are better than before, so we get an offer of $50 million because our overall plan was a lot smaller and realistic than our competitor. The CEO rejects the offer. He needs an offer of at least $100 million to beat the competitor. Luckily, we get offered $200 million, but the CEO refuses, citing this is greater than what I need, and goes back without accepting anything. Come February, the group CFO suddenly quits. But I knew he quit since our funds were depleting rapidly and the economic conditions in the country and globally were getting worse. I have an emergency meeting with the COO and grocery head and tell them that we need to rationalize our expenses further and this is the plan. According to which, we will be profitable by June 2022. They agree to it and I get to work with my team. The CEO again does not talk to me and the CFO post remains vacant despite me being next in line and eligible for it. Come March 2022, my plan's on track and we're expecting profitability a month earlier in May 2022. I plan to take a week-long vacation and travel abroad with my spouse. In the third day of vacations, I get a text from COO that I need to come back as something has happened. I tell them I'll come back as planned and not to worry. I come back and find out that the supply chain team made an error and bought inventory $30 million more than planned for the festive season coming up in May. In my absence, the grocery head gave the go-ahead without consulting me and the error was only identified once the vendor started fulfilling the order. This has shook our overall plan and our cash funds are at the bottom. Mr. CEO comes to know about this. I was the one to inform him, and he immediately comes down and started literally abusing me and other members of the team verbally. This is his first ever face-to-face meeting with me. I was quite taken aback by his rudeness and hurt, as he put all the blame on me saying that I'm the CFO when I was never appointed as such, so no payments or purchases were approved by me, 
they were being approved by the COO slash head of grocery. This verbal abuse goes on for about a week, during which I'd broken down twice in front of my wife as I'd never faced such horse crap before in my career, and I had worked really hard to bring the company where it was at that point. The CEO warns us that whoever is found guilty of negligence will be fired on the spot. This is where the malicious compliance begins. I prepare detailed documents pointing out my plan and who approved the extra purchase and how I was consulted only after the error has occurred. I even prepared a plan to sell off the excess inventory and bring the money back in the fold. I try to reach him to explain, but he brushes me off every time saying you cannot be right. After 7 days, the CEO calls us in office on a weekend. I arrive and the head of grocery is there. They're arguing and it's getting heated up. It gets so heated up that the head of grocery shouts back and leaves, citing that he quits. As soon as he leaves, the CEO pounded his fist on the table and shouted, If you don't agree with me, leave right now. Only I know how to run this company and if you think I can't work without you, think again. The moment I heard these words spewing out of his mouth, I switched to autopilot. I type in my resignation. Email him right there, get up and say to him, please check your email, my notice starts now. I left the building before he could respond. Immediately I call up one of my ex-bosses and mentors and tell him I need to meet him. We meet within a week, we plan to start our own consultancy firm, and six months from then, our firm has started to grow. We're working on our startup, setting up another business and managing top tier clients. Then I get a message from the CEO through the COO after a few months of my leaving. Hey, we need your help managing the books and finances. Our position is really bad. I simply say, the CEO won't agree with what I have to do to fix the company, and I don't work with clients who don't agree with me. Would you guys agree that if you ever could cross paths with anybody remotely working with these people, that you would be honest about how awful that CEO is, or would you be afraid of hurting everybody else's job at that place? I'd like to know what you guys think. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, want me to remove the plants on the edge of my property? Sure. Okay, not my story, but it's one of my Nano. I've posted another one of his stories previously, and it's linked below. Nano is Italian for grandfather, but this entire story happened in Australia in the 90s. My Nano used to have vines as a hobby up into the mid-90s, but when he started to get older, he stopped tending to them so much. He pulled out the ones furthest away from the house and let that regrow into native bushland at the back. The neighbors in behind weren't a fan of this, as they used that land to tend to their grapes and now had to be more careful with their tractor, so they didn't hit anything. They complained to Nano several times, eventually threatening to get a surveyor in and forcing him to prune his property back to that line. He told them to get off his property and slam the door. Well, said neighbor did get a surveyor in. Want to know what they found? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. There was indeed a discrepancy. The last row of vines planted by that neighbor was on Nano's land all along. Nano knew this, he just never had been bothered to call in a surveyor, as it hadn't been a problem up until now. After the verdict came through, he happily removed the offending plants on the property boundary, and the neighbors lost a row of vines. If you're a landowner, it does not hurt to get a surveyor out. The only problem is, surveyors are kind of expensive. But it really is such an ease of mind to know exactly where the boundaries of your land lay. Our next story is, Slob's sister told me to get rid of trash. I used to live with my sister, and she was a terrible roommate. Didn't help much around the house and would make a mess of everything. The thing that bothered me the most, though, was that she left all of the medicine packs on the kitchen counter. She takes a lot of medication every day, and that meant a pack every other day. The packs would pile up and start falling on the floor right next to the freaking trash can. Anyway, one day I was more than fed up and told her she should clean her stuff up, and she said that if I was that bothered by it, I should be the one to get rid of it. Here comes the malicious compliance. I did get rid of the packs. Every day, I would get them and spread them around her room. In her shoes, under her sheets, in her pillowcase, in her socks. Needless to say, it didn't take her long for her to start disposing of her trash properly. I will say it's really easy to get into that, oh, I'll just clean it up later mindset, but it's such a toxic behavior to fall into for your environment. I love the common thought process of, if it takes two minutes, just get it done right now. How long does it really take to put the dishes away out of the dishwasher? If you drop some crumbs on the floor, how long does it actually take to sweep it up in a dustpan and dump it? If you take medication and you have an empty box afterwards, how long does it take to just toss it in the trash? Same goes for hygiene. How long does it take to brush your teeth? Two minutes? You now and you in the future would be happier for it. Our next story is toilet paper issues. This story is from my aunt, not mine. She works at an airport cleaning bathrooms, hallways, seats, so she has to make sure that the bathrooms always have toilet paper. Most of the devices that have two spots where you put the paper inside so people can't take it are broken, so the paper stays on top of it or on top of the toilet. 
she makes sure that there's always enough toilet paper until her next round of cleaning. Well, her supervisor told her that now, when she cleans, she has to make sure there's just new toilet paper, because it looks bad to have the ones already used. My aunt told her that that was a waste of paper, but that rude witch screamed her to shut up and follow the freaking rules. Well, as you wish. My aunt started throwing away all the toilet paper that was opened, even if it was just one single square, it was like 1% used. An airport has many toilets, and toilet paper is not cheap these days. She was throwing away so much paper and using a lot more than before. They had to buy a higher quantity and more often. It may not seem like a big deal, but the airport already had money issues. And I repeat, toilet paper is not cheap around here. After two months, they went back to the old system, not without wasting a significant amount of money on toilet paper. So remember when that whole Rona scare happened? This is what happened. This airport started buying up every single supply chain of toilet paper. Let's be real though, the real problem here is they don't just fix the dispensers, so it looks crappy to have those rolls there, just sitting there. No pun intended. Our next story is, you want to be notified every time I brush my teeth? No problem. This is a smaller one and it happened when I was still living in a student dorm the first few years of university. Each room in my dorm had their own sink, with showers and toilets in a shared space, so you could at least brush your teeth and get ready in peace. I happened to have a next door roommate who I very seldomly saw due to our schedules. However, you could hear the water running from time to time. I have an electric toothbrush, which is important for the story. One day I was brushing my teeth as usual and rushing out the door to university when said roommate came out of his room with a wolfish grin. OP, you can just call me next time you feel the need to run the electric thing in your room. At first I didn't get it. Then I was quite disgusted as he obviously thought I was using my vibration tool twice a day and had put more thought into this than I'd liked. While I do own several toys, my bed was on the complete opposite end of the room so as far away from the shared wall as possible. At night, I was still disgusted by his behavior when I got the idea to just do what he wanted me to do. So I grabbed my toothbrush, knocked on his door, and smiled as sweetly as possible. Neighbor, I need to use my electric device now, and since you offered your help... His face lit up until I shoved my toothbrush in his face, and the realization dawned. I've never seen anyone turn this red this fast. For the next few weeks, I knocked on his door every time I brushed my teeth. And since I decided my dental hygiene was a priority now, I upped brushing my teeth from twice to thrice a day. He got super uncomfortable every time I knocked and asked him about dental hygiene tips, but he was never creepy towards me again. I love this story because not only was it great revenge against a guy who was just being way too creepy, but it also was great for OP's dental hygiene. What a major win for a malicious compliance tale. Our next story is agenda available for review. After college, I was hired at a small company. The person who preceded me didn't live nearby, but had been contracted to provide some training and assist the transition, which was supposed to have been done via conference calls. They were not helpful. Things kept happening to prevent us from actually doing any training. Finally, I got the two of us booked on a call before work was supposed to start for the day. I set it up with a recorded line just in case I needed to play it back. Ten minutes before, they called me directly to say that they couldn't help with any of my questions on the agenda, so they said the meeting was cancelled. 
annoying, but I wasn't surprised. I was surprised to get an email later that day with my boss CC'd on it, basically chewing me out for not sending minutes of our meeting as I was supposed to after training calls. Okay then, ask and ye shall receive. I replied to all apologizing. I'm so sorry for the misunderstanding. When you called and said the meeting was cancelled, I assumed that minutes were unnecessary. I've attached the agenda with your responses to each line item. You see, despite being new in the position, for some reason, I was expected to know and ask what to be trained on. I had like seven line items on the agenda. Next to each in red font, I wrote, could not answer. Never heard from them again. I really wonder what was going on with this company. Either way, considering how much they bumbled and fumbled, it's for the best you didn't get that job. Probably would have been horrible working for this disorganized mess. That said, our final story of the day is, you just have to have a tablet? Take this leapfrog. On break and currently laughing my butt off, when I was working, Walmart Electronics, this guy comes in asking if we had any iPads on sale from Black Friday. I said, no, unfortunately we don't have that, sorry but he was insistent. I want an iPad, but if I have to get another tablet, I will. We had no normal tablets left, but of course, he was insistent that he wanted a tablet. I got pissed off and told him, how about this? It was a leapfrog tablet. The guy was like, oh yeah, how much does it cost? I said only $200. He then proceeded to buy it. So I just sold this annoying customer a leapfrog tablet for kids. Can't wait to see him tomorrow. For those who don't know, leapfrog tablets are essentially tablets, but they're just like chocked full of learning games and kids games and drawing things and whatnot. Stuff that's totally harmless for kids that'll keep your kid occupied. Hey, maybe it worked out. Maybe they were buying the tablet for their kid and it just happened to be perfect. Who knows? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome story of malicious compliance, check out that video on the left. Or, if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.